On today's show, we talk about how to build your business if you're living in a rural area, how to change your audience and find new ones, uh, and then finally, I get asked the most obvious question of all time. Welcome to episode number two of Conscious Q&A. I'm going to be answering the questions from Mindful Entrepreneurs and today we have more yoga teachers asking us questions uh, as well as we had in episode one. Uh, different questions, obviously. Today it's uh, just me on this side of the camera answering it. On the other side of the camera, I've got Mike asking the questions today. Uh, Mike, let's jump straight in uh, to question number one. Okay, so Lindsay from Facebook would like to know, living in a rural area, what can I do to reach customers further afield? Okay, okay. Uh, rural area. Okay, so being British, and uh, that means to me like farmyards uh, where you might be, you know, miles apart from other people, and there's not really like an epicenter where there's a, you know, a big enough population to get a yoga class going, maybe. Um, in which case, I think you've probably just got a couple of options, and it depends on, you know, the market situation that you've got, which is, you know, ultimately, is there enough people that if everybody in, in the area that you, you're talking about um, wanted to take your class, would that be enough to make it sustainable? And if so, then you can, you know, use something like Facebook video ads to, you know, geo-target your area and run them very, very cheaply. Uh, and that will, you know, make sure that you get to everybody within that area uh, at a cost-effective price for you to fill your class. Um, if that's not really an option and you're having to look further afield, but you yourself, you know, you don't want to build an online course, you don't want to travel really far, then I think one of the best ways to go would be to bring people to you. Um, you know, you maybe have some uniqueness within the area that you're in. I mean, you certainly bring uniqueness to the way you teach yoga. Uh, and I think that you should explore that. There's a stat uh, that would really be appropriate here. It's off the top of my head, so, you know, bear with this, but around 8% of yoga practitioners in 2016 actually went to a retreat, but about 62 or 64% of yoga practitioners wanted to go to a retreat. So there's this huge gap between people going on retreats and those that really want to go. Um, and I think that you can exploit that, you know, why not, you know, hold your own thing where you can invite people down uh, and create something around there. And, and that's easy, you know, get a camera, put together a short video around, um, you know, what's again, talking about uniqueness, you know, what's unique about where you are, uh, and then we can, uh, you know, get people there, you know, and then experience, um, you know, your delivering in that situation. So if you don't want to go, why not try and bring people uh, to you? Uh, Mike, does that answer the question? Yeah, that was great. Okay, let's, uh, let's move on to question uh, number two. Wait. <laughs> okay, go. 
Anya from Facebook would like to know, after spending some time teaching casual yoga practitioners, what can I do to reach people more serious about taking their yoga forward? Also, how can I build my personal brand? Okay, uh, that's quite a loaded question, so I'm going to uh, split that into two. So, one is uh, turning casual yoga practitioners into more serious yoga practitioners, and then the other is about your brand, okay? So, I'm going to do the first bit first. Um, I mean, that's ultimately a question of, you know, are you comfortable teaching to the market that you currently are? Do you want to change that? Um, and then if so, then you're going to need to, you know, make a big choice and, and take big action against that. So if you want to teach somebody that's more serious about their yoga practice, then you need to ditch the casual one. So, you know, I might be very, being very stereotypical here, but my interpretation of what you could mean by casual yoga practitioner is somebody that uh, maybe is like a, a gym and they're taking it for fitness rather than taking it for the kind of more spiritual side of it. Um, and, uh, you know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I understand what you're saying about wanting to teach, you know, maybe the more serious side of it and getting a more 360 degree uh, version of what yoga really is. Um, and I think you can really just do two things. One is, to start with, go and explore that community. So go and find them. Like, where are the serious uh, yoga practitioners hanging out right now within your area? And go and hang out with them, you know? Because what you want to do is, is you can't just like set up another class and say, hey, everyone come and expect everyone to come. Uh, you know, you need to find something unique to offer the market to get their attention. Um, a great book actually to read around this is The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing, um, which is a fantastic book and it talks about uh, how to uh, communicate and position yourself really uniquely, which is great. Um, the other kind of area that you could look into uh, would be uh, to maybe give the people in the casual class uh, you know, a slow introduction to the more serious side. If you listen to our podcast yesterday, uh, the Mindful Entrepreneur podcast, which is at consciouscreatives.co.uk forward slash podcast, um, good plug, you would have heard uh, myself and the amazing Ali Bright talking um, about balance in creating a mindful business. And one of the things Ali does brilliantly is on Instagram, she shares a Sanskrit word of the day. Now, that's really you, you kind of unique to her and it's really beautifully put together with visuals that are you know just great um but why don't you try that in your class you know why not talk about the sanskrit a little bit more uh within your yoga classes why not you know take five minutes at the beginning and five minutes at the end to discuss some of the philosophical elements of your yoga practice you know talk about it like you know you do it for you and see who responds it might be that you can actually take that on as a project you know I'm going to take these casual yoga practitioners and I'm going to get them you know really understanding the 360 of why yoga is so important rooted in its philosophy and actually that could be your mission that could be your uniqueness your brand is right I'm going to go into you know, one of the high, you know, one of the big chain gyms. I'm going to get loads of their yoga classes, and I'm going to get everybody in there. Um, you know, really deeply understanding. Um, you know, 
why they're taking yoga as a practice and, and how they're going to uh, go forward with that. So does that, that answer the first part of the question? Yeah? So, yeah. Okay. And then the second part is about your branding, wasn't it? So, you know, how do you develop? Well, commitment is, is the honest answer. You know, you've got to commit to that brand. You know, um, there are so many amazing uh, sort of books and videos around, like, you know, what is your brand? Uh, Mike, our uh, head of design, I'll get him to comment in the, in the description of this YouTube show uh, some of the videos that he uh, has watched around that. He was telling me about a couple that he's watched. Mm. Um, and it's really good for breaking down kind of what is a brand. It's quite high level, but you're a mindful entrepreneur. The entrepreneurial side of that uh, means you've got to work and you've got to learn and you know develop your skill sets. So if you want to grow your brand, first establish one um, and then commit really basic things. Do good content whatever that means. For us, it's blogging, podcasting, YouTubing. You might not want to do all three, so don't, but do the things that you feel most comfortable with, the things you're best at. Make sure it's value first. One of the best things I've ever heard in business is Gary Vaynerchuk when he talks about delivering 51% of the relationship. You give 51, they give 49, and that's the way it should be. So some really good content marketing, really engage, you know, using this new brand, make sure it all looks great and, you know, just really feels the same. Uh, you know, try and bring that brand to your classes. So like I said, if you want to go down the more serious route and then that's your mission is to work with the more casual practitioners, then that's your brand. That's what you're known for. People will hire you in to deliver your more serious classes. And I think that's going to be a great way to develop your brand. Then, you know, like I say, I'm a big fan of video advertising from Facebook. I think it really works, and I think it's a really cost-effective way of doing that. Um, so just keep creating video content, keep pushing it out, uh, and you'll soon grow it in the area that you want to as well. Um, it's, it's, I mean, growing your brand is quite a big question, but I think that could be a good way to... Makes a good start. Yeah, yeah? okay, yeah. great. Okay, well, uh, thank you, Lee, Lindsay. That was Anya. 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 Number one, question number one. Got it. Uh, okay, so then the third and final question for today's episode is... It comes from Maya. A question that I think we've all had uh, at one point or another is, what is your top tip to get more clients? <laughs> okay. Um, how can uh, how can I... Oh, my word. How can you grow your clients? Right, okay. Uh, right. Straight off Maya, I'm going to be seriously blunt and I love you before I say this. Uh, but if you don't know how, like genuinely don't know how, then this probably isn't for you. Like the base set of all kind of like entrepreneurial instincts is being able to like sell services and be able to create enough wealth and capital to grow your business. Okay. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Um, if you do know, and this is a huge, huge thing, there are so many people out there that do know exactly what they're supposed to do, but they are afraid. Now, my, if you are afraid, then that's a really different conversation. Um, there are any number of reasons why we struggle with giving ourselves abundance and living in that moment. It's something I personally struggle with, like every day. But... The quickest way to find that is to set a goal that scares the hell out of you, but you almost couldn't imagine not having it. So I have one that's like six months away and I'm like, 
everything I do, I'm like, how is what I'm doing right now going to affect that? And if it's sales work, which sometimes can be super uncomfortable, if I know it's for the greater good, I'm doing it. I'm not even thinking about it. So while I can't really give you like a top tip is in the number one way to find clients because it all works. Like if you want to go knocking on doors or dropping off flyers, print marketing, you know, do it. But if you want, you know, digital advertising tips that are really going to work, I've said it, you know, a couple of times, it's just Facebook advertising and it's video. Like the two combined are really awesome for growing your brand. And from there, if you have a great offer, if what you do is really good, the videos and everything else like that will be enough. If you are really genuinely stuck with uh, growing your business, my best advice would be to go and speak to like a, a coach or, or someone that can really help with that. Um, you know, it's not really about strategy when it comes to, uh, you know, finding new clients because you could just Google, how do I find new clients and find tons of blogs. Um, if you go to our website, I've just literally written a blog about how to use Instagram as a, as a strategy to get new clients. I've written a blog about how to use Facebook ads to fill your studio. You know, there are a number of, of options available to you. If you're struggling with growing your business, I would go higher. You know, um, I've just read, an, 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 uh, mentioning all the books right now, The Five Temptations of a CEO. Uh, which is just incredible. It's like a fable slash business book and it's brilliantly written. It's very short. I read it in one night, but it was awesome. And if you don't think that you are a CEO or that you're a managing director or you're a business owner or whatever it is, you are. That's it. You are. If you have your own business and you're earning money from it, you are and you need to act like it and you need to get support to do that. That's what I did. I outsource all that. I get somebody to help me, you know, put my mindset at the best it possibly can be. So when I struggle day to day, I've got some backup to make sure that I'm moving forward. But set yourself some goals that scare you, but set them so that you know that you just desperately want it and you'll find that the motivation will come through, a lot of the problems that you're putting in the way will just disappear uh, and you will very, very quickly start to grow your business. Um, I know that's probably not the answer you were looking for, Maya, but believe me, that's the answer that you needed to hear. Oof, deep, big, big. Um, okay, so that's it for today's show. Uh, they, the three questions that we answered, I, you know, I hope that there was a lot of value in there for lots of different reasons and for lots of different occasions. If you have your own question, you can email them to us. Uh, it's hello at consciouscreatives.co.uk um, or you can comment on our Facebook page, which is just Conscious Creatives on Facebook or our Instagram, which is at underscore Conscious Creatives. Uh, I hope, again, that this really provides some value for you, and I'll see you next time.